Hello, hello everybody. It's me. It's Texas Slim. I am in Koh Samui, Thailand. It's Sunday the 20... yes. 26th? 27th? No, it's the 26th. Sunday, it's evening here. It is 6... I believe it is uh, 6.41 Thailand time. It's 6.41 a.m. on a Sunday and I'm recording this and of course it's going to be released on Wednesday. I'm going to do this in a couple of segments. And uh, those segments basically are going to be from me sitting here, maybe one in Taipei, Taiwan, and then maybe one in L.A., and then one back in Texas. But by Wednesday, I will be back in Texas. And uh, I've been gone for basically, uh, it'll be eight weeks whenever Finley and I and Liz uh, flew over to uh, met in LA and then we've been over in Australia for about a month and almost a month here in Thailand. We've been all over northern Thailand and we've also been now over south Thailand. Uh, we didn't have enough time down here south. Uh, did a lot of uh, research, a lot of testing of things and uh, you know everybody keeps on telling me they say hey man they don't have no beef in Thailand. No shit. They don't have any market access to freaking beef in Thailand and it's something that is being controlled by the multinational corporations. Multinational global corporations in which you can you know, basically control your lack of market access to your quality beef that's usually grown really close by you, but you never see it. You just get a filler food. Uh, there's problem with our labeling laws uh, in the United States. It doesn't really let you know country and origin anymore. They don't have to tell you where the beef comes from and they never will. And you know, for people to get into these conversations about beef, and it's it's to a point where I don't even want to validate uh, the ignorance of it. And it's not that uh, people that don't know. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people that want to argue about where the beef industry is and basically where it's come from and where it's going. There's a global industrial food shift going on. They will not decrease the amount of beef that is being raised and grown across the world. They are increasing the amount of beef that is going to be distributed. It's just not going to be distributed in the Western Hemisphere, Western countries. What's going on here is a global industrial food shift. And within that industrial food shift, the people that have become complacent with the beef industry in the United States, which has had a tremendous horrible effect on the American rancher. Basically, they do not understand that beef will be sold to the highest bidder across this globe. If we grow the best beef in the world in the United States and that beef is now being controlled by multinational corporations, it doesn't matter if you're American. It doesn't matter if you live right down the freaking road from some of the best beef in the world. If you do not establish market access to that beef in a personal way, you will never taste that beef and that beef will be sold on the global market. Anyways, that type of information is going to be coming through and uh, strong and loud this year within the Beef Initiative. Uh, we're basically going to have several touch points for the rest of the year uh, of 2023 that I really touch on. You know, in 2023, I've told everybody the Beef Initiative is now gonna be run by the Great American Rancher. Well, that's that's the truth. You know, I'm the founder of the Beef Initiative. JP is a co-founder. We have a couple of ranchers that you all know well, is Cole Bolton and Jason Rick of Rick Ranches and KNC Cattle. 
Uh, the ranchers are going to basically run the beef initiative. They're going to run the narratives. They report to me about what is going on in their world. I bring it to you. I'm going to be the voice of the American rancher. And every producer rancher that comes into the beef initiative from here on out is basically, I'm going to be their mouth. And I'm going to be a loud mouth. I'm going to be very stern from here on forward because you have to be in this world. And, you know, we're going to come with truth and authenticity and transparency, all of the above. Uh, but everything that I do, is, is it's got meaning. A lot of times you don't understand why I'm doing it. I guarantee you, me being sitting here in paradise in, in Koh Samui, Thailand has reason. And some of it was health reasons for me. I'll touch on that later. Uh, the other is basically the beef initiative is going to be in every country across the planet. It doesn't matter if we're feeding one family or if we're feeding a thousand villages or multiple cities. It doesn't matter. We will have the beef initiative in every country across the globe. That's our goal, of course. And we have countries that basically we're already established in, the United States of America, multiple states, of course, and then we have Australia. Those guys have been wonderful. And we're gonna have a podcast on Australia, just you know, a lone podcast on that. But anytime I go somewhere, you know it, it has to do with the beef initiative. This is not just fun and games, even though I had a hell of a good time. I've been waiting 20 years to get back to Thailand. And Finley D learned how to ride a, motor, ride a motorcycle, and we threw him into the fire, folks. Yeah, he learned how to ride a motorcycle on the left side of the road in Chiang Mai, Thailand. That is a feat. But we've got a lot of adventure stories coming up. We, uh, we visited some villages up north of Chiang Mai, Chiang Dao. Uh, we, we, we went to villages where they basically are sovereign. They don't report to any government. They grow their own food. They're the happiest people. They don't have health issues. If they need medicine, they take it from the land. And you know, this is how we all always used to do things. Not saying that's where we're going, but what we can do is get back to the source of the sea to where we came from. And everything that I do is getting back to the source of the sea, of where we came from, uh, legacy, heritage, health, this you know, beef initiative in 2023 is going to be a health initiative. Uh, I'm going to show people basically my program that I've developed over the last three years that I use. And it's not like this nutrition, fitness, fitness thing that you get on that fiat crap that everybody LARPs into you know, at the end of the year saying, hey, you're going to lose. No, this is based information, stuff that has worked for me, what I use on the road. And, and it's going to be called Texas Slim's Cuts. Texas Slim's Cuts is just not the cut of the cow, but it's also learning how to get shredded, learning how to lose weight, how to keep off weight, how to eat on the road, how to sustain your health. I'm in my 50s, not going to tell you, I'm in my 50s, and basically, I'm the best I've ever been, except for one issue, and that's the issue I came up here for, so I'll let y'all know. 2006, I was an international certified ski instructor and I was instructing up in New Mexico, upside of Taos, the Red River Age of Fire up in the Golden Triangle. Well, after the ski season, I went to go cut timber. And whenever I cut timber, I rolled down a mountain in a Jeep. Well, I broke my neck. And I'll, I'll have June pop that uh, x-ray up there so you guys know what I'm talking about. I've got, I think, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I've got eight pieces of metal in my neck, and that's why you kind of see me stiff neck. Well, lately, I've never had any care on my neck, so I came to Thailand to start looking at the medical industry. 
and I found an uh, uh, osteopath basically that is from Thailand. He learned uh, medical in England, I believe, and then he came back to Chiang Mai to teach and to practice. It was the best doctor I've ever been to. I went and saw him just one time. He did acupuncture, acu, uh, acu, um, acupuncture, acupressure. He did uh, pop my back, pop my neck. He did everything that a good holistic, basically, doctor should do. And I was, I was at my wit's end. I was supposed to come to South by Southwest and uh, the Bitcoin takeover, and I had to skip that because basically I couldn't make it. I was down and out, and I didn't, I don't ever tell anybody, I don't complain about the pain, y'all know me. And so what I did is I went and saw him, and what I found out is basically, you know, there's basically, I'm gonna turn that light on for you guys. Once again, Slim don't know how to freaking set up production, and he don't like people basically coming in and wanting money for his production. But another story there. But anyways, I went and saw a doctor and uh, you know, I will come back to Thailand for my health care. Uh, my father, whenever, a lot of you guys don't know this, what happened whenever, uh, about uh, within a week that we came over here, my uh, father had a massive heart attack. Uh, we were in Australia, got a phone call in the middle of the night, it was my mother. Uh, she'd been trying to get a hold of me. I didn't have international calling, but my father suffered a major heart attack and we thought he was gone. And he was in the hospital and they basically were getting, saving his life, getting him up to where they didn't know exactly what was going on. But once again, the medical field almost failed my father. And we thought we had the last phone call. My father could very, 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 barely talk he could fairly understand what was going on but he was really ready to go and the heart doctor in where he was at was ready to pull a plug on him well i did not allow that of course and what i did is i i got my family told them protocol get busy and what we did is we got other doctors involved and whenever we got other doctors involved, we had a kidney doctor came in and father was suffering from renal fa failure. He's 81 years old. He's broken more crap than I have. He taught me how to break stuff and his body and his skeleton is gone. We thought his health was good as far as his organs and everything, his cognitive abilities, but it wasn't. He was suffering renal failure and his renal failure made him have a massive heart attack. And in one thing that I know basically is that he was not receiving the type of care. He's just like anybody that's retired. He doesn't have enough retirement. He basically doesn't have enough savings. He doesn't have the right medical care and they were ready just to let him go. But we got a kidney doctor in there and he basically found out that if he could get him on some type of dialysis that was emergency dialysis, they could kind of clean up his blood and there could be, you know, hopefully something that it was going to save his life. Well, that's been over six weeks. I get up right around six weeks now. My father's alive. And that just, it, it, it's icing on the cake. He's going to be okay, we think. He's in aftercare right now. I'll be getting back to the States this week, and I'll, I'll see how everything is. I'll keep you all updated. Hey, Cole, if you hear this, he, he asked about you, and he said he wanted some steak. And he said, Jason, if you, uh, if, if you, you would ship, <laughs> he would get some steak for you too. Anyways, we're going to get him some beef. Uh, we're going to see how his aftercare is. 
and we're gonna go from there. But folks, our medical industry, I know there's good doctors out there, but there's shitty doctors too. This, the, the medical industry in the United States of America is captured. I went to this osteopath and he basically saw me for two hours, worked on me, and did everything that I told you before, and I had to pay $26. And my neck is fine now. I could not do that in the United States. And if I did, it would cost me $2,000. What type of medical care I got here in Thailand is worth buying a plane ticket to come here for a month and get the medical care you need. You're gonna start seeing, I know it already happens, but you're gonna start seeing more and more people leave the United States for certain type of medical um, care that they cannot get in the United States. And think about the older people now that, that don't have major life-threatening things, but they're not getting the right care. Anyways, that's going to be a podcast within itself, and uh, you know we'll go from there. And and one thing is that I came to Thailand for many reasons, and there will be cows in Thailand. Just to let y'all know, we we've already maybe probably secured some some land, some access to some land that's regenerative. We just got to find the right cows. I don't know if coal will ship. Angus over here in Thailand. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we can get some New Guinea from old Jacob there in Australia. Anyways, we're going to have some cows. Maybe it's just two. Maybe it's four. Maybe it's 200. Y'all find out when it's time. But we're going to have a beef industry over here. It's small. We're going to replicate some successes and we got a long-term plan. So I guarantee you probably within 24 minutes, I'll be eating my own beef here in Thailand. And, and whenever, whenever that happens, People are going to understand that we're not scaling anything, folks. What we're doing is basically replicating small successes across this planet. And this is what I'm doing right now as a call to action of 2023. If you guys are Bitcoiners, if you're ranchers, spread this. Spread the Beef Initiative. The Beef Initiative is a decentralized platform that you can put information in and people find you. We're not charging you anything. In the future, we will have some uh, revenue generating products and services and I'll tell you about those soon but we don't charge you for anything and every producer and rancher that I've ever talked to that's come through the beef initiative we don't want anything we're not judging you we're not asking for certifications we want you to follow a regenerative model and stand by it with authenticity and trust if you want to sell beef if you want a new consumer demand if you want to have a new customer base come into the beef initiative you Bitcoiners out there, you guys are ones that, you know, we're supposed to be leading this. We're the ones driving everything as far as adoption. Well, we need to get these regenerative farmers and ranchers adopted into a new, basically, consumer demand that they're waiting for. We have tons and tons of ranchers out there that need to hear about the Beef Initiative. We're here to help. We're decentralized. We're one big collaboration, and the producers and ranchers in 2023 and beyond will be running the Beef Initiative. I am Texas Slim. I'm going to do my thing, and I'm going to show y'all how to be the new modern-day cattle man. I will have a beef line. It's called Texas Slim's Cuts. And with that, it's about health. My angle, my purpose it, for the Beef Initiative is a health initiative. Other people have different initiatives within the Beef Initiative, but it all starts with a cow. It all starts with clean food. It all starts with people basically collaborating and sharing information, <clears throat> spreading this across the globe. In regenerative farming and ranching, there is no competition, folks. 
what happened is during the commoditization and the subsidization of our cow and our animal protein, what that did is divided the producers. It basically created competition between the producers, which should have never have happened. But it did it because we subsidized and we commoditize our basically protein. By doing that, the competition, it becomes a centralized competition that is basically nefarious in the long run when it comes to basically sharing education, uh, sharing ideas, innovation, everything. Everybody works against each other. And what we have, we've created some partnerships now, and you guys knew that we did the U.S. Cattlemen's Association National Convention there in Nashville. Well, get ready, because April 22nd, we're going to have a Beef Initiative Micro Summit at Ginger Hills Angus Ranch. That is Brooke Miller and his family. He is a ninth generational rancher, and basically they have a wonderful ranch out there in Shenandoah Valley in Virginia. So go to the website right now, go to beefinitiative.com, go to future upcoming events, and I think it's just a forward slash events if you just want to type it in there, beefinitiative.com forward slash events. But what you can do is you can tell everybody about this micro summit, and our headline speaker is going to be Robert all right so slim just got cut off there due to some pretty typical technical difficulties on slim's end <laughs> uh we're gonna pick that back up with him here in a minute but um he was about to say dr robert malone and so while we're talking about Dr. Robert Malone, let me just read off who's all going to be at the Ginger Hill Summit. Uh, the Ginger Hill Angus Beef Initiative Summit. Um, we're going to have Texas Slim, Dr. Robert Malone, Justine Harper from Unchained Capital, Dr. Brooke Miller, the owner and operator of Ginger Hill Angus, Matthew Keita, attorney and Bitcoiner, Jill Glasspool Malone, a PhD biotech specialist, and Leah Biondo, a Western Skies strategist. Uh, this is going to be an incredible event at a beautiful ranch. Uh, Dr. Brooke Miller here is the president of the U.S. Cattlemen's Association. So get your tickets at beefinitiative.com backslash events. Now, I just want to read off the weekly boosts real quick, and then we are going to talk a little bit with the founders of the Florida Beef Initiative, which just launched, of which I am one of the founders, along with Leonard Horak of Circle Six Farms out in Duet, Florida. So you could pick up your beef boxes. They're currently for pickup only. Out of the bitcoinbay.farm, you can go to bitcoinbay.farm and order your beef box. They'll be picked up. We're going to funnel all the beef consumers right into the Bitcoin meetup. So Thursdays, um, you'll be able to pick up those beef boxes in Florida. But let's get to the weekly boosts. We missed last week. So... We got a long list here. I'm going to try to get to get through them pretty fast, but I want to respect everybody's uh, words and, and everything. So 
March 19th is when this one came in. Uh, thanks for fighting to save our children. 1,500 sats from Bruce Lang. 100 sats from Joe Biden sucks dicks. Listeners need to be telling other shows about Texas Slim so we could spread this community. What the, what the Beef Initiative has done is so simple and yet so important. Shout out to June B too. Shout out to you, bro. 100 sats from Nomad Joe. What's going on, Nomad Joe? 1,000 sats, Jordan Rickner. 30,000 sats from Bubba. Just like the Philippines, the convenience store has become a drug. 1,000 sats from Jordan Rickner. 400 from Bicycle Bitcoin. First Things First, First Things Foundation and Beef Initiative. Boom. Two hundred fifty sats from in the morning. Hundred sats from JE. Fifteen thousand from Ernie McCracken. More dope knowledge keeping my mind well nourished. Keep your mind right, y'all, and stay off that fiat dope. Absolutely. One hundred sats from user four four two nine eight seven nine zero one three zero six three four six. You guys got to come up with some better usernames to read off. Come on, make it fun. Call them Slim. I appreciate that boost. 50,000 sats from Bubba, Slam Dunk, and June, you're right, the practical math of a handshake. 500 sats from Busted Canoe. 500 more sats from Busted Canoe. That's a double beef boost. All right, next up. 500 sats from Busted Canoe. We got a quadruple beef boost on that one. 33. 333 sats from Amon Amonkey. Love y'all. Keep spreading the word. Love you too. 1,500 sats from Bruce R. Lang. Keep on trucking. And 300 sats from Joe Biden sucks dicks. I have went down the rabbit hole of all the lies fed to me my whole life. Unnecessary wars, destruction of wealth, fake monopoly, fiat money, and many other lies. But it started with finding out the food pyramid was all a lie. I've lost... 90s, 90 pounds and maintained it. Texas Slim is into it. Folks, go down this rabbit hole and open your mind. Absolutely. Appreciate you, man. I love all your words. Love your comments. Twenty-five sixty. 2,560 sats for Mr. G. What's going on, bro? This was a great podcast. Thanks for the great quality conversation. That's love, Mr. G. 20,000 sats from Bubba. Long-term is the key. 500 sats from Busted Canoe. And another 500 sats from Busted Canoe. That is so many beef boosts from Busted Canoe. 15,000 sats from Ernie McCracken. What up, what up? Again, Slim dropping more culture on us in one episode than most people will experience in their entire life. Appreciate your ability to expand my thinking and increase my knowledge with every listen. Absolutely, man. Love that. Love that comment. Thousand sats from Jen K. Great discussion, gentlemen. Thank you. Well, of course, Jen K. 400 sats from Bicycle Bitcoin. The Ugly American film. Marlon Brando will be proud. And 400 sats from Bicycle Bitcoin again. He says... Apaca beef now. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. So now we're about to tune into 
an introduction of the Florida Beef Initiative. This is June B, myself, the founder, and Leonard Horak, co-founder. This recording was taken at the very first launch of the Florida Beef Initiative over at Tampa Bay Bitcoin Meetup, where these guys, let me tell you, let me tell you, we sold about 160 pounds of beef in one night. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? Hey, can we have your attention up here? Can we have your attention up here? We're just going to get started here. It's about 10 after 7. Um, my name is June. You may have known me by Bitcoin June, June Bismillah, June B. These are all my internet names. Um, I'm really, really excited to be here tonight. Uh, this is basically the launch of the Florida Beef Initiative. So uh, we have some special guests here. This is Leonard Horak. He helped me found the Beef Initiative, the Florida Beef Initiative from Circle Six Farm. He uh, he shook my hand and then he shook my hand again and then he shook it again and again and again and uh, we ended up here. So um, I'm really excited to be here. If you want to come up, you want to sit down with me, Leonard? What's what's for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> Hope it's a big juicy steak. <laughs> So, um, Leonard, do you want to say hello, a few words? Well, um, I'm Leonard Horak, Circle Six Farm and Ranch, been there 40 years. Uh, We do beef, chicken, and eggs. Uh, Over the years, we've diversified in many different areas. We've we've had citrus, we've done, uh, uh, right now we lease part of our uh, farm to uh, people who do the organics, the uh, the squash, the uh, zucchinis, we also have uh, tomatoes, stuff out there. So we're trying to do many aspects of the agricultural industry. We do uh, regenerative farming, uh, but as far as what you all are concerned with, is with uh, June here, He, I met him, well, been a couple months, several months. It's been about three months, probably four and months. We discussed this. We discussed the uh, the uh, bitcoiners. We discussed uh, just everything, I think. But nonetheless, the point is, is that we feel that this is the time to be where we're at. We're at a great time in our history and in what we're doing, and it's for everybody, not just us, and not just for me, and not just for June. It's for it's a great time. And although you may not see it or you may think, that, hey, well, where are we heading? You know, it's going in all kinds of crazy directions. We're in a good time. You always are. As long as you have confidence in yourself and what you're doing and where you're headed. And I do. I know exactly where I'm headed, know where I've been heading for the last 40 years. Uh, my family has owned the uh, place that we're on for over, uh, what, fifth generation? Uh, we've been a fifth generation cattle producer, plus other things that we've done over the past. But my point is, is that we're going to go into a good start right here, and we're going to, any questions you have today, please don't hesitate to ask, and we'll go get started. Uh, 
Next, I will introduce a little bit about myself, where I come from, um, how I entered the Bitcoin space, and how I entered the beef space, and now I'm in the meat space. Um, I started in Bitcoin not that long ago. It's 2021. I lost my shirt and my shoes and my socks. And uh, I had to start over everything again. Um, while I was picking up my shoes and my socks, I happened to meet Texas Slim. Uh, Slim and I immediately hit it off. Uh, we became really, really close friends almost immediately. And um, he started showing me the way of the modern cattleman, I guess. And so how that works is it starts with a handshake and it starts with being humble and it starts with asking your rancher to educate you, asking your farmer to educate you. Um, one thing I said to Leonard that was uh, part of the push to get him here with us tonight, because I would talk about Bitcoin, of course. Uh, Leonard is, is brand new to Bitcoin. So one of the things that I told him, I said, we're supposed to shake our rancher's hand and ask to be educated, not shake our rancher's hand and harass them about Bitcoin. <laughs> and so that's how it all started. Um, you know, I came to him as a Bitcoiner. That's something that we become, you know, when we adopt this, this spirit and this mentality. Um, and then I, I came to him as just a, a humble neighbor, you know, looking to make sure that I stayed on the right track. And uh, I don't have any kids myself, so I can't say that I do this for my children, but there's something in me that knows that this is the most important step that we could take as, as people, is to get close to our food, to get close to our money, to be able to verify that it's all real. And so I think that's why we're all here tonight. All right, so those are some intros. We're just getting started over at the Florida Beef Initiative. This thing is going to be huge. Um, I just want to tell you guys a little bit briefly about how important the Bitcoin space is for the Florida Beef Initiative. And this thing goes back years. Hard money. So... Back in the day, back during the Civil War, the Confederacy, they were printing their own money. They printed it into oblivion. Hyperinflation ensued. And while the South had to deal with this hyperinflated Confederate currency, the cattlemen in Florida, they were mostly dealing with the Spanish and the Cubans. So they worked with gold. And so I think that's a really important lesson to take as we move forward in this Bitcoin and beef revolution that's happening all over the world. Texas is leading the way, but Florida's coming right up. All right, back to Slim. 17, remember that. Okay, Robert 
Robert Malone, Dr. Malone, Robert Malone will be the headline speaker at our Beef Initiative Micro Summit at Ginger Hills Ranch. Uh, if you guys don't know who Robert is, basically go back there and kind of do a little searching because everybody knows who, he's the one that was uh, bringing basically everything truth whenever it came to COVID. Anyways, we're going to have a fantastic micro summit. As we get uh, closer, I'll do a, a podcast about it, letting you know, you know, what's going to go on at the micro summit. We're also going to have a micro summit May 5th and 6th in Prairie Grove, Arkansas, and that is with Todd Wheel. And Todd Wheel came to my very first summit last year in Kerrville. And basically, guess what? He was getting ready to get rid of his herd. His land and his family, 150 years there in Arkansas. Well, he's not getting rid of his herd, he's increasing his herd. He has new customers and they're coming and they're flocking. And he basically refurbished the old grain mill in Prairie Grove. It's a fascinating project. And we're gonna have the micro summit there. It's called Ozark Beef Initiative. So basically we now have an Ozark Beef Initiative. And we have something else that I cannot wait for you guys to figure out how this happened. But we now have a basically Florida Beef Initiative and you're one and only the executive producer of Texas Slims Media, June B, is heading up and running and he's been doing this for a while, we've been quiet. We have a Florida Beef Initiative now because he went out there and shook a rancher's hand. He went out there and created a relationship with a rancher and when he did that, that rancher, they never talked Bitcoin. He just kept on buying beef from him and he established a relationship. He went to a farmer's market every weekend and talked to this man. Leonard is the rancher's name. You're gonna find out more. He has damn good beef. Well, now there's the Florida Beef Initiative and it's starting one handshake, one rancher, one family, one cow at a time. This is how simple it is. It's complicated to most. There's so many beef initiatives popping up all across the nation, all across the world. We have Nigeria. Uh, I'm gonna be talking with people in Guatemala, El Salvador. Uh, we have Portugal. Y'all have heard me name off all the names. This is moving forward, folks. And when, whenever I get back to Texas, with all the information that I've got in Thailand and Australia over the last two months, we're gonna be bringing it to you with Texas Slim Media. We finally acquired all of our equipment. Uh, June B is the executive producer. He's the one that does all the wonderful, basically sound engineering, uh, the editing that you guys are gonna start seeing. So we will be doing audio, video, and food. Texas Slims Media, it's gonna hit the road. Right whenever I get back to Texas, we're gonna take a couple of days off and then me and Finley are gonna drive his El Camino down to uh, Central Texas. I'm gonna drop him off in Austin over at his mom's place and he's gonna go hang out with friends because he missed spring break. But what we're gonna do is I'm gonna meet June in Luling, Texas. We're gonna meet up with Cole Bolton in Luling, Texas. We're gonna meet up with Ronnie in Luling, Texas. We're gonna meet up with Ronnie, Clyde, Clyde Summerlotti, that's Cole's partner in Hometown Meats. Hometown Meats is now the center of the universe when it comes to the Beef Initiative and what it means. If you have not established market access to clean beef, regenerative beef, right now, you are behind. What I've seen across this world in the places I've gone, Australia, food desert. They have, they have, they have 
dogs, they're mutts here in Asia, in Thailand, <laughs> and they all look like Asian mutts. It's fascinating. They're all nice, though. They're very nice. Anyways, you've got a lot of dogs here, and that's what you're hearing. But basically, there is a food desert in every place that I went. Australia, food desert. Except for the small towns, they're, they're actually ahead of the United States in a lot of ways when it comes to their communities and, and clean food and regenerative beef and poultry and hog and lamb. Thailand, it's pretty much a food desert when it comes to beef. People say, well, they don't have any beef in Thailand. It's because they have no market access, folks. Market access, market access, market access. Who controls the market access? Those who control the processing centers control the market access. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna focus hard on hometown meats, KNC cattle, two bar C ranch, Texas Slim's cuts, beef initiative product offerings from beef to software, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna make Hometown Meats the center of the universe, and we're gonna educate, educate, educate. We're gonna do workshops. We're gonna show you the cuts of the cow. We're gonna do the Cattleman's Feast all across this nation. We got Old Butch and Old Butch and Cole, and what we're gonna do is anybody that wants to have a micro summit, moving forward is you will basically have a Cattleman's Feast. We'll fly in Old Butch, He's gonna teach you and he's gonna do a workshop. They did a workshop there at uh, Ethical Farmers whenever we were in, um, out there side of, uh, I believe it was Doongog, Doongog, Australia. And they had a uh, workshop out there, Dominic, Ben, Foz, all those guys. And it was a wonderful, wonderful workshop. And what you do is you get to see all the cuts of the cow. They basically butcher the cow right there in front of you. Well, the Cattleman's Feast, that's what we're going to start doing as well. We're going to lead with the cuts of the cow. Texas Slim's Cuts is going to be an entry point for a lot of people into the beef industry as far as they're going to have access to cuts, market access to certain cuts that the, basically the multinationals have stolen from the, the public's mindset that people don't even realize that are out there. They're more uh, obtainable as far as cost. Uh, they're just as good, but in, in the multinational system with the lack of market access to these cuts, they use those cuts for, for other things. Sometimes it's dog food, sometimes it's whatever it is, but they, they go to the highest bidder when it comes to these types of cuts. So we'll be having the Cattleman's Feast uh, in the, the Kill It and Grill It Cattleman's Feast at any place that we have the micro summits. If you guys want to have a micro summit, you need to contact us. Contact the Beef Initiative. Contact the Beef Initiative. Send us an email. TexasSlimTour2023 gmail.com or just reach out to me. DM, you know how to get a hold of us. We answer most people and because uh, it's get busy, sometimes we get a little bit behind. But you guys, uh, this is moving forward. So what we're gonna do is June and I are gonna meet up down there and we're going to film everything we can in Hometown Meets. Uh, we'll do some podcasts and stuff like that as well. But then we're gonna go on a road trip. So I told y'all I was not gonna, I wasn't gonna sit around. So all of 2023, you're gonna see me on the road and what we're gonna do, Texas Slims Media is now gonna become the media marketing arm of every rancher across the United States and we're not gonna make them pay us. Gosh, you guys should hear the damn stories that these ranchers tell me, these digital marketers coming up to a rancher, regenerative rancher, 
wanting freaking tens of thousands of dollars to create a website and a digital marketing plan. Well, the digital marketing plan is controlled by the centralized informational systems and these apparatuses to where you actually have to give up your firstborn to be able to have a voice or you just have to pay Google shit tons of money so you have Google ads. Well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna decentralize marketing, we're gonna decentralize communications, we're gonna decentralize technology to where we're not gonna benefit and profiteer. So me and June are gonna drive around this country, we're gonna go around the world, we've got the equipment, we've got everything that we need, and we're gonna be a traveling media company. So all you producers and ranchers out there, you want us at your ranch, you wanna have a media kit, contact Texas Slim. I tell you what, you email me. I am Texas Slim at gmail.com. There, I gave it up. Now everybody's got it. I am Texas Slim at gmail.com. Any rancher in the United States that wants to have some exposure and they need access, you get into the Beef Initiative. It's free. Beefinitiative.com forward slash producers. You, you email I am Texas Slim at gmail.com saying, Would you come to my ranch? We want to have a media exposure. We want some marketing. We want a website. Guess what? We have a new product offering. It's gonna be the Shopify Beef. We have developed a marketplace, folks. It's decentralized, and guess what? Your settlement, your money settlement doesn't take a week like those banks. You get settled in 24 hours. Guess what? It's in beta test right now. A lot of people don't understand how powerful that is. You're gonna be in the Beef Initiative. You're gonna be in a decentralized platform that is an umbrella is an umbrella that's a marketing arm for every producer that comes into the beef initiative right and then you come in okay now you're getting calls people are calling you because you came through that funnel that gateway that is the beef initiative well now you're going to have offering basically what it is it's a marketplace screw you facebook screw you etsy screw you amazon screw you all you people that basically pillage our ranchers and producers, we're gonna decentralize it and we're gonna be able to pay. It's an e-commerce system. You have a settlement layer that only takes 24 hours. You get your money. You don't have to wait on these banks for a week to get your money. Uh, we'll be working on shipping and we're not gonna change your business model. You get to run your business like you want. Cole Bolton, he's selling, he sells like I do and how the beef initiative does, he ships. But Cole's gonna pull back and only ship in Texas in the surrounding states. Well, Texas Slim's Cuts is gonna go ahead and do the whole nation. Beef Initiative is gonna go ahead and do the whole nation. Every one of us is gonna be using this e-commerce marketplace. Jason Rick, he doesn't wanna sell beef boxes online, but he will use an e-commerce system to where he can sell other product offerings, and you can sign up, get your subscription, you can buy your beef early, you can always be make sure that you have your beef for a full year and it's all going to be done through the marketplace in which JP and team has been developing over the last 14 months. It's a fascinating thing folks. I haven't seen stuff like this since the startup days whenever I was with CyberCore and we basically shook up the trading industry and Charles Schwab ended up buying CyberCore which is a cyber trader at that time for half a billion dollars. It was in stock, it was in Schwab stock which still, that was a lot of damn money. So you guys go look at CyberTrader. I was part of that team. I wasn't the top 10 though, damn it. Those guys really did well. That's why I'm not retired. Am I retired? I don't know. Adam Curry said I was retired. He said I came out of retirement. I don't know. <laughs>
I've never been retired. I've never quit working. I just changed jobs. Well, I don't have jobs. I'm an entrepreneur. No, I'm Texas Slim. I innovate. I innovate through life with the lifestyle. That's what I do. And so I'm gonna innovate with Texas Slim. I'm not gonna be like Vitalik. I'm gonna go as Satoshi goes because we are based on a Bitcoin standard. And nobody's gonna really know who's running the beef initiative. You're gonna know who's running Texas Slim and Texas Slim's cuts, because I am Texas Slim. It's gonna have health programs, it's gonna have beef nutrition programs, it's gonna have lifestyle, royalty. You wanna go somewhere across the world, you're gonna contact Texas Slim's cuts. Do you make the cut, rancher? That's all we need, that's the only certification you need. You call us up, we come do a media kit, we shake your hand, we say, would you like to be part of the Beef Initiative? If you would, then you've made the cut. It's real simple, folks. We don't have to worry about grass-fed and organic. They don't hear, they don't have those words in Thai. They don't have to worry about beyond organic. They don't have to worry about this basically fear porn that everybody's worried about as far as mrnh viruses and vaccines and everything that everybody just cannot just pull themselves away from every day we don't live like that folks point your compass at the beef initiative this is serious business now there the food is going to change acceptance is the key if you can accept that it's not acceptable then you will make a change I'm gonna read something to you guys. No, I can't now, because I took my lie away. But I'll read it another time. But anyways, it's called Going Into the Unknown. And I wrote it whenever we're flying over basically the Pacific, coming over here. i tell you what you can do. I read it on the Substack. Y'all go subscribe to the Substack and look at this last one. The Power of Food is the article. It's already out, it comes out tomorrow, which is actually two days before you're reading, seeing this, so it's out. Power of food, but anyways, it's called going in, in, into the unknown. And it's part of the writings that I'm gonna get back and do because now I'm gonna be a media person. So all you influencers that didn't ever invite me on your podcast, well, guess what? We're a media company, so I appreciate it, but we're gonna go do our own thing. I don't know, unless you got a lot of followers because we need to pull people into the beef initiative. We need to give everybody clean food. This is about proof of work, folks. That's all it is. This is not about LARPing. This is not about, I'm not an influencer, man. I'm showing you how I saved my life and how I innovated in times of prohibition. And this is what everybody needs to be doing. Going back, the food is changing, folks. If you do not see the health crisis that is being done upon you and your children in the United States, then you're living in denial. It's as simple as that. If you are still basically making your decisions off of labels, you're in denial. It's that simple. If you don't give a rat's ass and you don't care and you're a random consumer, go for it, man. I'm not judging you. Everybody's been there, everybody's done that. But for that 3% of people out there that are intentional about what they consume, about their consumption model from audio to video to food, then pay attention. That's who I wanna talk to. I'm not selling you anything. I'm offering you opportunity to change your lifestyle, to change your perspective when it comes to food intelligence, to change the perspective of your audio and your video, and to give you the opportunity to go out there and make a change in your community. Once again, hey, Joe Rogan, we're not trying to scale anything. We're replicating successes. 
That's what we used to do across the world until they took it away and they scaled our success and they consolidated into a very few multinational corporations now control most of the health, nutrition, audio, video consumption across this planet. Well, I don't want to participate. And if you don't, then you can come through the Beef Initiative. It is a wide pathway, as they say in the Bible. It's, the destruction is wide and far, but the gateway is narrow. The gateway will get more narrow when it comes to sound protein, sound nutrition. You can't deny this, folks. The amount of people that come through the Beef Initiative, with the, 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 they email us, they reach out to us, they let us know their story. There's tons of people out there that have overcome eating disorders, health scares, health crisis, disease. I mean, look at Sean Baker. How many people come through his program as, as far as carnivore? I'm not a carnivore, I like to eat beef. But anyways, there's so many thousands of people that are out there that they have the success stories and it wasn't being driven by the centralized marketing apparatus that controls the audio, video, and the food. Once you eliminate that out of your life, eliminate your TV, eliminate your radio, and you basically are intentional, and you point your com compass in a way that you say, well, the reason Texas Slim is bumping his gum so much because he has proof of work. Colt Bolton got up there in at South by Southwest, and guess what he did? He, 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 gave, he gave a truth speech. He said, you know what? We've sold a half a million dollars worth of beef through the Beef Initiative and Bitcoin. It's more than half a million, folks. Do you think that we're adopting Bitcoin? Do you think that we are showing proof of work how Bitcoin gets adopted in a circular economy to where we control the vertical integration from, your, from the grass all the way to your fork, from the grass, from the soil to the grass to the, here, let's, let's do a little wheel here. Okay, you got your soil, you got your grass, you got your cow, you got your producer, you got your processor, got your distributor, and then you got your fork. You eat, then what do you do? You're back here to the soil. Soil, grass, we control that wheel of energy, folks. The Beef Initiative is the only ones doing this, and we're doing it across the globe. Now you go out there and try to do a little chart infographic with the multinational corporations, what I just did, in every touch point that your food touches from who knows what country to what country to what country. Y'all have heard me talk about the catfish that are born or, or spawned in Texas. They make themselves all the way to China, get fed some crap, then they make it all the way back. And they, they, they say Bitcoin uses too much energy. They say cow is a carbon hazard. Do you understand why you're being lied to? It's because they've destroyed everything because of the way they did it. And now they're trying to make you feel guilty because you consumed their products. This is how it works, for folks. That is the harvest of deception. That's where people's cognitive dissonance lies. We don't need academics telling us what health is. We don't need academics telling us how to grow soil. We've been doing it for thousands of years. We didn't need them in the first place, and we don't need them now. And whenever they realize and if they take ownership that they're basically products that they are making and are now killing kids in the United States and soon to be across this world, 
Then we'll sit at the table and talk to them. Until then, we choose not to use their products or services. And now we have solutions based on grassroots efforts that have shown proof of work, that has been tried and tested, that is now feeding a nation. The Beef Initiative is now feeding a nation. All the producers in the Beef Initiative are feeding a nation. It's decentralized. So everything that I'm going to do in 2023 is Texas Slim's cuts from product, beef, to health programs, to lifestyle programs. Do y'all know I can hold my breath for four minutes? Did I tell y'all that? Well, I do breathing exercises every morning and I get pretty good at it. Well, I was gonna hold my breath four minutes underwater, I didn't make it. But anyways, right here is the Gulf of Thailand. That, that connects up to the, the South China Sea right there. It's just FYI. But anyways, I do breathing. I, I'm sitting cross-legged right here. I even do a little yoga, but I don't do any of the yoga that's taught in schools. I do the yoga that I found out here in Thailand, and it's a different type of yoga. But anyways, it, I don't even call it yoga. I call it reflexology. Anyways, I'm in my 50s, and dang it, I need, to, I need to feel more limber, so I eat beef. And I have a health program, and it's called Texas Slim's Cuts. Can you make the cut? I don't know, man. I made the cut. Can you tell? And I've been on the road for two months. I know what I'm doing, folks, and so does every producer in the Beef Initiative. Every producer rancher that is helping run the Beef Initiative knows what they're doing. They're not commoditized. They're not subsidized. They don't take government money. They don't have to answer to anybody except you. They want to answer to you, nobody else. And everybody has made the cut that is in the Beef Initiative. Let it be gone. We don't need the certifications. We don't need all of these labeling laws. Cole Bolton, he was asked, he's like, hey, have you been paying attention to the farm bill? Cole's like, yeah, he don't have time for that. But anyways, one thing that he did bring up is like, we need to get truth in labeling. Do you really think they're gonna put truth in labeling now that they've gotten away with it this long? How many chemicals did they put in your food industry last year? 2,000 is what it was. What about bioengineering? Do you know what that is? No, it looks like the terms or service of TikTok. So you think they're gonna change labeling laws and you're gonna feel okay about it? The more labels that are on the food that you're eating is the more trouble that you're gonna be in with your health. Talk about deceptions. We have good intentions. Everybody out there, I'm not freaking picking on you for saying that you're an informed consumer. So what? <laughs> I tell you who's an informed consumer is the one that shakes a rancher's hand. Somebody that comes through the digital, basically handshake within the beef initiative. That is proof of work. That is the only label you need. So in 2023, you're gonna see a lot of me. You're gonna see a lot more brash Texas Slim. You're gonna see somebody that is, is done. He's, he's, he's fed up because this global industrial food shift is happening. Food deserts in Australia, food deserts in Thailand, even though Thailand has fantastic food and they have the best street food in the world. You don't have to worry about that, that's for sure. They know what they're doing, but still it's creeping in. They are still, we're in a village in Northern Thailand and they basically hoodwinked this village. You saw that podcast before, watch it. If you haven't seen last week's podcast, go watch it now. It's a damn good one. 
and and basically this is happening folks they're going to do asset reallocation across this globe and they're going to take the land and everybody i have to make an announcement i thought that that thing going on in the netherlands when they won that party over there i didn't put enough time in it i should have talked to adam first but that is not what everybody thinks it is so i'll tell you more on that later adam had to give me a call and say hey man uh, back up here you didn't get the information right so i put out one tweet and he caught that one but anyways what's going on in the netherlands is not what everybody thinks it is This is a, a mixture of goodness, juice, apple juice, fresh stuff. Anyways, um, some people call it <laughs> Thailand moonshine. I'll let you keep on guessing if it is. But uh, one thing about the information out there, we can't trust too many things. What you can trust is that the Beef Initiative is basically feeding a nation now. Uh, we're getting better with costs. We're getting better with shipping. Uh, it's because of you folks. But one thing, I have to make a plea, man. We've got to get more active with uh, basically sharing this information. We can't stay in a circle jerk of the same thing that everybody gets to clap hands and say, yee, seed oils, seed oils, they're bad, they're bad, they're bad. Yeah, we know they're bad. Now let's go out and innovate. Let's build community. We build community with one handshake, with one rancher, with one cow, one family at a time that feeds a community. You are the community. You have to be strong. You have to be a strong community. Once you're a strong community, you feed your family. And then whenever you're done feeding your family, you feed a larger community. And you keep on expanding out, expanding out, expanding out. This is how it's done. So in 2023, we're gonna have uh, Micro Summits kicking off the year, the one over at Ginger Hills ranch angus ranch and then we're going to have todd wheel over there at ozarks at prairie grove arkansas go to the website check it out with the uh, texas slims media i want to i want to talk about that a lot and one thing that you know i know and i have to take ownership with i haven't been the best podcaster i haven't been the best deliverer of content but you know i'm not gonna make excuses but damn it folks it's hard doing as much as i did this year as much traveling that i've done it's hard to get good production but that's gonna change as well because I'm gonna basically really turn the reins over to the producers in, in, in for the Beef Initiative. We got JP, he's running the technology and the business side of it. The ranchers are gonna run the narratives and what you people need to know. I'm gonna be the mouth. I'm gonna be the character. I'm gonna be the movie character. I am Texas Slim and I will basically be getting people's attention. And so the amount of education and beef intelligence that is about to come your way is gonna be astronomical. I've been sitting on a pile of intelligence and information. I cannot wait to basically get this out to you folks so you can really start paying attention and start spreading this information. It's valuable information. It's taken years upon years to put together, but we're here, you know, going back to the processing center. If you do not have access to a processing center, you are basically compromised within being a consumer or a rancher producer. And what we're gonna do in the Beef Initiative is anybody that's wanting to open up processing centers, which nobody's doing it right now because of hyperinflation. But one, one person that has done it right, well, there's two people, Cole did it right, of course, at Hometown Meats, but Justin Trammell of Panhandle Meats. Go to Panhandle Meats, uh, look it up on Google, I think it's panhandlemeats.com. 
but they did it right. It's a microprocessor that is right there between Amarillo and Canyon, Texas. Well, that's a food shed. He's turned his processing center into a food shed as well. So distribution will be going through these food sheds. And Justin, he's, he's about 20 to 30 is what he harvests a week. And he was the first rancher that I ever shook hands with. And he grew up in my hometown too. But what we're gonna do, he's been down there talking to the, the Farm and Ranch Freedom Alliance. He has a very good relationship. Well, they've been in legislation the whole time I've been gone. Whenever we go down to Austin in mid-April, we'll be going in front of legislation as well. But Justin and, and I and Cole, uh, basically we're gonna advise on processing centers. It's called the Beef Initiative Association Council. We're ready now. Uh, I've, I've hinted around the corners about it, but we've got to get this awareness out there about processing centers. This is the bottleneck, folks. This is what they have stolen from us. This is where we have power. We have precedence now within processing centers, and for anybody out there that is thinking about it, that wants to open up a processing center, don't do it until you've spoken with us because we have USDA precedents and we have Texas state precedents. We have the best precedents in the United States when it comes to state level and national level. We have it on video, we have inspections on video, we know what the laws are. More times than the lawmakers know themselves or the law enforcers know themselves. It has taken a long time to put together, but Justin and I have been working on this for a while. Cole, he's been working on getting his processing hometown meets the center of the universe for the beef initiative. He's been getting that up and running and it is state of the art. It is a fascinating place. And by saying that, but Justin and I are going to be the Beef Initiative Association Council. Cole, whenever, you know, he, he, he has enough time, he'll always be there. But we're going to tell you, we don't need processing centers the size of Cole's. We need them the size of Justin's. And it's time for everybody. Beef Initiative will have its own processing center within 24 months. Uh, we're, we're trying to find the region that we're going to put it at in Texas, but that will be moving forward as well. And Justin basically will be a part, a part of that. Cole will be a part of that. JP, my, uh, our co-founder JP, he'll be a part of that. And so we're gonna have a microprocessing center. And I, th I, I think really the best size of a processing center, if you don't go smaller than this, it's gonna be about 30 animals a week. That's all you need to feed a community. And if, if, you, if you get such high demand where you can just put another processing center, that's the replication process. That's a replicate, replicate, replicate. This is where we came from, folks. One processing center in every county in the state of Texas is what we're looking for. And, and this is where we are. We have basically the roadmap. We have the proof of work. We need you. We need you folks. We need you guys to build your communities. We need you to start shaking ranchers' hands. We need every Bitcoiner out there that does a Bitcoin meetup we need you to go shake a rancher's hand and say, would you come feed some folks? We would like to know how you do things and why you do it. We have a group that meets once a month. Would you come feed us? And once you do that, you establish a relationship with that rancher. Once you establish, a, establish that relationship with that rancher, then you can talk about money. You can talk about anything you want to because it always flows into Bitcoin. But in the beginning, we just need to establish these relationships. There's plenty of ranchers out there looking for you Bitcoiners to come talk to them. And Bitcoiners, there's a lot of ranchers out there that you know you want to go talk to. Call them on the phone. If you can't get out of the city, innovate, folks. Call to action. Step up, man. This is bootstrap time. Pull yourselves up by the bootstraps.
This is it. We are creating a whole new beef industry in the existing beef industry. And we don't have to ask for permission. And we've shown that we can do it. We have the tech stack. You guys are gonna have access to that tech stack. You're gonna have access to our marketplace. Texas Slim's Cuts will be this uh, same type of online marketplace that Colt Bolton, Jason Rick, Justin Trammell, Holy Cow, Beef Initiative, it's all the same one. Replicate, 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 replicate. Y'all ever known anything, something called VMware? Well, I, I did some consulting for them once. But anyways, replication, folks. It's what they do in the cloud. Huh. Well, let's look and see what they're doing. The multinationals and the big tech, let's see what they're doing. And we'll do it just a different way. We're going to do it decentralized. With sound money, sound communication, it's all decentralized. But anyways, I wanted y'all to know that, you know, uh, somebody was advising me the other day and said, make sure you don't become like Vitalik. You need to act more like Satoshi. So... If y'all think that I get ego or anything like that every once in a while, folks, it's just because I'm Texas Slim and I got to get some people out there. But I want you to know that the Beef Initiative is extremely decentralized. It's being run by the farmers and ranchers themselves. I owned, and along with June B, and y'all remember Mr. Robot? Yeah, he's been with us for a long time, too. Anyways, he, he's basically the, the chief technical officer of Texas Slim Media. Texas Slims Media is now an entity, folks, and we're going to be driving around. We're going to, you know what, rodeoing is the one of the most fascinating, fun things to do across the United States. You get a truck, you have a cowboy sleeper on it, and you go from one rodeo to the next, to the next, to the next. You don't know if you're going to win any money, you don't know how good you're going to do, but damn it, you got another rodeo to go to, right? Well, that's what Texas Slims Media is going to become. We're going to create our own rodeo circuit, but it's going to be a ranch circuit. We want every road, uh, rancher across this United States. We're not judging you guys, man. All you commodity cowboys, stop it. Get us out to your ranch. We're trying to help. Everybody's going to get in this type of model sooner or later. We're not judging you. And all you ranchers, don't judge other ranchers. That was designed. You're playing their game. There is no competition in regenerative farming and ranching. Remember that. This is a collaboration, folks. This is about saving children's lives. This is about squashing a consumer demand that has destroyed the health of a nation. If that's not a good enough reason for you to share this podcast, then I don't know what is. And if you see this podcast and you don't share it, well, I don't want you basically involved in the Beef Initiative because you're not as serious as we are. We want serious people that are ready to step up to build community, to save children's lives, to give the voice to the great American rancher and the international producer a voice they've never had and that gets basically prohibited against every day. They're doing this on purpose, folks. Asset reallocation comes in many different ways across this planet. Whenever you are out there on your social media and if you're going to choose to show steak or you're going to show beef and you're going to make a big thing, say, hey, look at me, look at me. I got my tomahawk. I got my big old ribeye or whatever you do with those postings of beef. If you're not tagging the person that produced that, there's two things that mean something. It means you're selfish. It means that basically you didn't buy your beef from a rancher. You got it through a commodity system that is subsidized. It's basically so you're being the marketing arm of the multinational corporations. Now you think about that for a second. And you go in there and you look in the mirror right now. And you say, why do I desire what I desire? 
Do you, can you even answer that question? I did, and this is where it came to. The types of desires that we have now engineered into our children and into our adults is done through consumption, audio, video, and food. Until you can look in the mirror and look at yourself and be honest with you and answer the question, why do I desire what I desire? Then you're not doing enough. You're not doing enough for yourself. You're not doing enough for your family, children if you have them, your partner if you have one, and you're not doing enough for your legacy, folks. Intentionality within food, true food intelligence, gets you to the source of the seed of who you are, why you desire what you desire, and it brings accountability, and it brings authenticity to your life. There's a lot of fucked up things going on in this world. Banking systems, food systems, crime. Everybody's confused. They've taken logic out of everything. People are dying left and right. Start over. Do a reset, your own reset. Take action. Get ready. The Beef Initiative is here to stay. And we're going to grow exponentially. But not just because we're the Beef Initiative. It's because we're going to replicate every success of every rancher that's come through the Beef Initiative. If you're thinking about selling farm to table now, well, you can. You have the Beef Initiative. You have a marketing arm. You have a media company that will be seen that will be heard. You got this dude calling himself Texas Slim. He doesn't mind doing it because he's out there to save children's lives. I want somebody to come and try to troll me. I want somebody to come up and try to fucking ask me what my intentions are. I can look anybody in the face. I will sit at the table with anybody when it comes to beef, when it comes to the global beef supply, when it comes to United States beef supply, I know, I've been researching it for a while. <clears throat> I don't have to worry about the deceptions because I eliminated them out of my life. The audio, the video, and the food. Okay, that's my rant. Anyways, I've had a beautiful time in Australia. Everybody in Australia, I love you so much. Thank you for everything you've done. Sil and Tony, you are family. Uh, Finley asked about Aunt Sil and Uncle Tony the other day. Tony taught Finley how to surf. Bell's Beach, did y'all look it up? Well, we rode motorcycles all across uh, northern Thailand, too, and down here in Koh Samoy. Finley learned how to ride a motorcycle in Chiang Mai, Thailand. He knew how to ride a dirt bike, but not a motorcycle in a busy city street in Asia. Have y'all ever seen that? Go Google that. Watch what they do. Everybody goes to the front of the line, and they all come up there, and it's like a freaking race. When that light turns green, it's off to the races, folks. Anyways, Finley D had his rite of passage. He got to ride motorcycles all across Asia. He got to learn how to surf at Bell's Beach with one of the best big wave surfers in the world. He got new family. We went out and saw villages. We swam in oceans. We did it all, folks. It was his rite of passage. And I ask you this, did you ever have a rite of passage in your life? If you haven't, it's time to have one. Everybody listening to this, tell me what your rite of passage was. Let's hear it. If you had a rite of passage with food, with health, with something that saved your life, I wanna hear about it. I am Slim at gmail.com. We have guest writers in the Substack. 
This is a collaboration, folks. It's decentralized. I'm just doing Texas Slim. Beef Initiative is being run by the ranchers and producers. We got volunteers. It's pretty simple. Why don't you become part of the collaboration? Why don't you become part of the source of the seed that is saving lives? I'm Texas Slim. Are you? You think about that. Do you think that's coming from ego? Where's that coming from? It's saying that I had some success with some stuff and I wanna share it with you. I want you to have an international lifestyle. I am. And it started with shaking a rancher's hand. I don't have a lot of money, folks. This is done by networking, relationships, personal communication that starts with handshakes, authenticity. It doesn't start by influencing and LARPing on digital media. It happens because we establish relationships with another human being, those human beings that want to feed us, that want to be a part of our lives. Why are you cheating them for this? Find your way, find your path. There's a gateway now. Okay, gotta come clean, and then I'm ending this podcast. Okay, so we're heading off to freaking Wokey Farms. We're in Bells Beach, Jane Junk is what it's called. All right, I wore a ha cowboy hat all across this damn world, okay? I've done it, boots too. Well, we're going to Jacob's Summit there at Wokey Farms outside of Arbury, Australia. So we're packing up the SUV and here we go. And we got bag after bag. Everybody's got their backpack or their suitcase. We got six or seven people in this SUV. Everybody's scrambling, making sure we're getting everything. I have my cowboy hat on, on my head. You're not supposed to take it off your head. So I take my cowboy, all right, picture this. I'm looking at you right now, okay? That's the back of the SUV. Okay, I'm in the back doing this and I, oh, I hit my brim. I hit my brim. I said, well, damn it, take cowboy hat off. Yep, put it right there on top. Boy, it was just like it was a hat rack. <laughs> Anyways, so I keep on doing what I'm doing, walking around with no, you, you never seen Texas Slim without a hat on, have you? You ain't gonna see it now either. And yeah, I got all my hair. Anyway, so I'm going there and everybody else starts putting their stuff in, putting their stuff in. We get in, everybody locks the doors, shut the doors. Everybody here, everybody got anything? Yep, yep, yep. Well, for some reason, I had a baseball cap on by the time I got into that thing. We get about halfway down the road, about an hour and a half later, and I said, hey, Sill. Sill and Liz were in the back. Babes Who Bitcoin, if you don't remember who Sill is. Pringle Mac on Twitter is uh, Sill. Anyways, Sill, is there a cowboy hat back there? Uh, nope. Well, move those bags around a little bit. Somebody put their stuff on the cowboy hat? Nope. Yep. Well, you know what they do at Bells Beach? They paraglide. You see them every day. They're up there, those parachutes just up there being pulled and you know, they, they, they angle and they angle. Well, you know what? I bet you my bottom dollar, cause I'm kind of broke right now. I'm in third world country, I spent all my money. But I bet my bottom dollar right now, you got some Aussie up there, Bell's Beach, 
he got cowboy hat and he's paragliding right now because that thing <laughs> as we hit the highway for a cowboy to lose his cowboy hat do you know how bad that is so that car went silent and everybody's sitting there oh shit slim lost his cowboy hat and everybody's trying to make it better Everybody's trying to make it better. Oh, it's it's probably on the side of the road. It's probably here. It's probably there. I finally had to tell everybody. I said, everybody, be silent. Give me 15 minutes. And I'll be okay. Well, they gave me 15 minutes. And guess what? I put it behind me. But damn, that cowboy hat was special. So you out there in Bells Beach paragliding with my damn cowboy hat if you find it and you you want to give it back i'll give you a beef box i'll ship it in dry ice all the way to australia but let me know i am texaslim at gmail.com <laughs> so i get to get a new cowboy hat i got me a cobra it's an australian cowboy hat but it ain't a texas cowboy hat i'm texas slim <laughs> Oh, my God.